0: All right, good morning. Good morning. Ready for last-minute Christmas shopping? Got little more shot today. Yeah, right. I know. Um, all right, how are we doing here? Good. We just see from Marte. We got a more playing time last month. Maybe the we guy to know. I mean, you know, he gets a lot of a lot of reps in practice um, on the scout team and then, you know, cumul- cumulatively, um, you know, piling up on defense. So it was good to see him get an opportunity. I mean, I made a couple of good plays for us. Um, you know, same thing in the kicking game, you know, punt team, kickoff team. So progress. Yeah, progress. You know, they're pretty good depth at that position. So it's got a couple – some, you know, pretty, pretty good players in front of him. On, on the same lines with the depth, Adrian Phillips just maybe playing a little more in the kicking game this year. Right. How would it, what would you say about his? Very professional. I mean, he does whatever we ask him to do. Ready to go. Uh, you know, stepped in. Played well. You know, when he's had the opportunity. Uh, same thing. You know, a lot of, kind of a lot of depth deposition, but it's not a good job of forcing the they kicked game did a really good job when Cody was out. You know, his personal protector. You know, for the punt team, the first third of the season. Uh, so, yeah, you know, guy you can really count on. You know, just does everything you ask him to. Do. Bill, were you ever made aware that there was an issue with the kicking balls on Sunday? Yeah, we were, we were aware of it in the first quarter. Did you ever get an explanation for like how that happened? how it happened. Or or, or what happened? Well, the officials handled that, and they were underinflated by two, two and a half pounds. I think you could see that by the kicks. Um, You know, both kickers missed kicks. Uh, And Buckner had missed a kick all year. Um, Kickoffs, you know, we had two almost went out of bounds. Um, And so they, there was six balls. It It was both sets of balls. It was all six of them, so... I don't know, you have to talk to the league what happened on that because we don't have anything to do with the that part of it. They they control all that. Then they fix them at halftime. Um, but didn't do it before then, which is another question you could ask. But we, we don't have anything to do with it. So. Were we aware of it? Yeah, definitely. But they were all, as I understand that, all the, they were all the same considering what happened 10 years ago and the money that was spent for that is it just sort of wild to you that something like that could happen you know for the first nine years again I, the things that are out of our control I don't know I don't know what the explanation is but I mean it's the same for both teams so whatever that means but yeah I mean Butler had a perfect season going People were aware that you actually used to coach for Denver uh, back in 1978. Just wondering if anything stands out to you from that season or just kind of the organization in general still that pertains to this thing? Yeah, it was a great year for me. Um, Yeah, it was a great experience. Um, The two years before that, I was in Detroit. I coached the tight ends and the receivers in Detroit. And then in Denver – um, went back to the working on the special teams and on the well I worked on special teams in Detroit too but worked more on special teams and the defensive side of the ball in Denver and that was with uh, Joel Collier and so Joe was um, and Richie McCabe so it was Stan Jones, Bob Zeman, Richie McCabe and Joe Collier um, and then I did the breakdowns and stuff like that and so uh, I learned a ton out there. I mean, it was a graduate course, um, from Joe, um, from, uh, Richie, uh, about the secondary play, uh, and just in general, the three, four defense. Uh, now we played an over defense. It was, it was like a, a version of a three, four Detroit, but it was a little bit different. Um, you know, Joe played a, you know, the three, four defense that he played in Denver, which was, um, the spacing was the same, but it was, it was configured a lot differently uh, than what, uh, what we eventually ran in the Giants when uh, Coach Parcells came. So Baltimore was all 4-3. Detroit was a different version of odd spacing, 3-4 defense in Denver. Then we played 4-3 for a couple of years with uh, Ralph Hawkins uh, in New York. And then when Coach Barcells came, then it was all 3-4, but it was a different type of 3-4 defense than what Joe ran at Denver, even though the spacing was the same. And that was, looking back on it, again, that was a you know great learning experience because I saw kind of the same thing, but they were actually very different uh, in the way they were coached and the way they were um, – uh, the schematics of it. And, of course, that changed some of the fundamentals too. Um, and so – that was a and the red area coverages that Joe ran out there were uh I'd say at that time you know he was pretty far ahead of his time um not that they're pretty common now, but at at that time you know they were pretty um i would say unique for the most part, and so that was a great uh experience and then you know I really didn't have too much interaction on the offensive side of the ball other than just. Yeah, I mean, I was there, but I I wasn't in those meetings and, and that type of thing. But, you know, the program, they really lost the, um, you know, in the playoffs there, but, you know, had a good, you know, team year before they had gone to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, beat Oakland three times. And so coming off of that year, coming off the 77 season, right, 77 season, they, they lost to Dallas in the Super Bowl. Um, so there are a lot of good players, uh, a, lot, a lot of really good players out there, and a lot of, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good experience uh, that I gained. You know, with uh, Babe Pirelli, uh, who was quarterback coach. You know, they had Morton, and um, that was – I learned a lot from Babe, too, because I spent a lot of time with Babe. Just, you know, he kind of mentored me from the opposite side of the ball. I mean, I asked him a lot of questions and bothered him a lot, but he couldn't have been more accommodating. From, you know, just the quarterback coaching perspective, that's something I hadn't done. So, yeah, I learned I learned a lot out there that year. Coach, you mentioned the 3-4 in odd spacing. I was wondering, how do you differentiate those, and how have you seen them change from your days with Denver uh, to the modern league? How have we seen what change? Uh, the structures evolve and how teams kind of use them. You mentioned there were different variations in spacing and things like that. Is there anything more you common? talking about the 3-4 defense? Yes, sir. Right. Well, you know, like Pittsburgh has their three-four defense. I would say that's a lot different than, way, way different than what Joe's defense was in, in Denver. The spacing the same, but the coverages and and the way the defense is, is structured is, is just a lot is a lot different. You know, uh, the in Denver he played ends in five techniques. Pittsburgh plays them in inside the tackles. We call it four I. Um, they over over shift into some unders. You know. Joe, at Denver we had we'd go into a game with, you know, fifty different fronts. So the three four became a four three, it became an over, it became an under, it became an even, it became, you know, a multitude of, of fronts uh and and stunts that with went with those fronts, uh, but we really only ran, you know, call it two coverages, three coverages. Um uh, but the but the variety of the fronts were I mean, it was hard to block those fronts because there was so many different looks, so many different combinations, and we had good players. You know, we had Ruben Carver on the nose, who was really good. Alzado, who was good. Chavis, who was good. Then Gratishar and I mean, um, Jackson and Swenson were the two outside linebackers, so they were, they were both really good. They could rush. They could set the edge. Were, Jackson was fast uh and so the the those guys on the front were a real problem i mean if they just sat there and never moved they would have been a problem but then when you put all the different combinations together uh and billy thompson is a safety who was you know really one of the best i mean i've coached a lot of good safeties but i mean he's right up there he's one of the best ones that i've coached or that i was with um so yeah it's, it's just a different system that's all but it's um again it was a good learning experience because when I came to New England or when Bill came to the Giants from New England and and brought the 3-4 his version of the 3-4 in, which was from Fritz Shermer who Fritz was in Detroit when I was there um, when we played that like over 5-2 at, at Detroit um, Bill's 3-4 was a lot different than Joe Collier's and so as a as a coach I kind of sat back and you know saw some ways to maybe merge some of those things together, which as I've gone on in my career, I've, you know, taken some things that Joe did, some things that Bill did, and kind of, you know, merged them together, along with some other stuff, too. This season, how has David Andrews, you know, with all the challenges, how has he kind uh, of shown himself as a leader? Fantastic. Fantastic. He's been, um, I mean, he's done as good as, he's just as good as I've seen honestly every day um, his performance on a daily basis is really exceptional Um, attitude effort you know communication energy um, leadership with younger players um, leadership with his peers communication um, uh, you know you name it and look I mean like everybody you know plays a lot of football you know you get banged up and you know, deal with some some stuff during the year. I mean, he's showed a lot of a lot of physical toughness to play through that. A lot of mental toughness. Um, you know, he would never come out of practice for a play. We have to take him out to you know, kind of help manage you know some of the bumps and bruises that he has. But I mean, this guy is a warrior. He came out the other day and cut such a sweatshirt. He said he got it from you. What do you think about that? Him coming out with, the, with that. My, my, my fashion trends. One of the things I'm known for. Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> have had to face some very much direct queries, but your is Sean Payton's offense. Yeah. yeah. Sean's. Uh, I mean, Sean does a great job. Sean's a really, really smart guy. Um, you know, has a has a great, I would say, background in terms of just football fundamentals toughness um you know a a playing style that's a little bit of a throwback style um but at the same time very you know creative and um understands defenses extremely well and knows how to attack defenses and really puts a lot of pressure on on the defense i mean almost every play he runs you can kind of especially once he runs against you he may run other stuff against other teams it wouldn't be that big of a problem for you. You probably won't see it. Uh, the things that you see are, you know, things that are designed to, you know, give you a headache, and they usually do, um, especially if you can hit it right. You know, sometimes, you know, the plays don't match up, but you can see what he's trying to do and come out of there saying, like, well, we were fortunate we were in this defense and not that defense because that would have really put us in a bind, you know. Um, they play fast. Um I mean, they don't, there's not much no huddle, but they, the tempo that they play with in and out of huddle motion, not the ball, um, you know, receivers are, are, you know, aggressive. I mean, you know, like Humphrey and, you know, guys like that, guys that he's had, you know, Thomas and um, New Orleans and all. So they have a very aggressive style of play, you know, play with a fullback, play with multiple tight ends, play with a heavy lineman. Um, and then you have to deal with, you know, uh, a passing game too, that's, you know, obviously, got a, a good quarterback and multiple good receivers, good tight ends. Um, you know, tight end's been hurt a little bit, but so you got to deal with you know a, a heavy run, you know, heavy personnel with an, with an aggressive running game, all the way to you know multiple receivers with good skill players with a very mobile quarterback. Um, and I think the offensive line, he's done a good job of You know, those guys have really, you know, I'd say continue to get better on a week, week-to-week basis. Um, you know, uh, mine hurts has had a good year. McGlinchy, you know, Bowles, um, you know, Powers. I mean, they've, you know, Sean's built certain things around what he, you know, what how what the team is right now. I don't know if that's what it'll be, you know, eventually. But what it is right now, he's done a good job of building, playing into those players' strengths and. Um, you know, he's got you know, a bunch of veteran players in there that that know how to play, know what they're doing. Kind of once they got going, they've played, you know, played really well. So, yeah, a ton of respect for Sean. I mean, he's one of the best. When did you get to know him? Well, well, we had a d- common experience, you know, through Bill, both of ourselves. So I mean, that, that, so we've both been yelled at a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we share a lot in common there. All right, great, thanks.